My head hurts. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Jackson Cloud. I'm Casey. I'm Jamin. And I'm Olivia. And today we are planning on talking about forgiveness. 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 More than saying sorry. Is that what you're singing? I don't know. It's just a song that comes on the radio all the time. The only... I just know the forgiveness Oh, part. Matthew West. No, I was I think, singing oh, Just yeah. Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Ferris, And that song's not good. You shouldn't listen to it. Uh, anyways, forgiveness. <laughs> what? <laughs> forgiveness. Man, the ping pong today is crazy. Is more than saying sorry. <laughs> In our last episode, we talked about cancel culture. And now the conversation is evolving further into forgiveness. Now, we already talked about forgiveness in the last episode, but it'd be good just to capitalize on what is forgiveness in general as we keep moving forward. Because a lot of people misunderstand forgiveness. So let's hear it from you guys. What will you define forgiveness as? Either just from your own mind or from your biblical perspective, whatever. So it's when the guy gets into a fight, they punch each other out, and then they're cool. How about you? <laughs> I think it's when you have a moment and decide that you're going to let go of the thing that someone did that's bothering you. I'm kidding. My first one was a joke, by the way. <laughs> Good, because I'm going with this one. Right. So, yeah. So forgiveness, let's think student loans. Have you ever heard of the mysterious mysterious, apparently truth, <laughs> that your student loans might be forgiven. Oh, I'm sure we've all heard about it because there's like... You Have know, you experienced it? No, no, no. no. Okay, so we've the, all heard this mysterious truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they do like uh, advertisements on the radio and like sometimes like, oh, call this number and find out how to get your student loans forgiven. And I don't know what actually happens when you call that number, but I'm pretty sure they just get paid money for you calling that number. Yeah, it might be true. I don't know. So like, from what I had heard from the rumor, because you know, it didn't happen for me, but apparently it was, you know, if teachers took like, teachers could get some of their student loans forgiven if they took this low paying job in this like, um, you know, poor impoverished area for 10 years. After working there for 10 years, you get your student loans forgiven. Oh, and then a... there was a loophole to where that wouldn't happen. They still had to pay it anyway. I had friends that tried that. Yep, there's also programs for people who work with nonprofits to get their student loans forgiven. You know, some of their payments will be done for them, whatnot. It's usually not a full forgiveness. Sometimes it's a full forgiveness, um, but it's not all nonprofits. You have to work for specific recognized ones. So, yeah, so like you guys keep using the word forgiveness in relation to money. That sounds a little weird, right? I mean,. You started it. No, I know, <laughs> but this is where we're going. It sounds weird, but you're using that word just fine without thinking about it, right? Yeah. So yeah. the idea of forgiveness in that relationship is more or less someone gave you a bunch of money. Now you owe it back. That was the deal. It's in the paperwork. Like you pay this back or like you could go to jail. You could have other consequences. You might still have to pay it back while you're in jail. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, like... All of that is, all that pressure is on Olivia, right? And yet they use the word like, we'll forgive you this, which in this case means like, you owe us that money straight up. 
forgive that. Like, just, just Isn't there a Bible verse for that happens? <laughs> there is. In fact, it's about forgiveness, right? Jesus actually goes way over the top in that parable where he's like, he uses like the expression, someone owed someone a bunch of talents or something like that. Uh, if we were to just put it in modern lingo, Jesus is like way over in Belgium. Like somebody owes someone a zillion dollars, right? So a that's trillion probably. Well, either way, he's just like in an infinite amount of money someone owed. And then the guy came along, he's like, I can't pay this back. I, I can't. And that person on the other side was like, all right, I forgive you your zillion. Be on your way, you know? And then he sees that person somewhere else like, that same person who's been forgiven a zillion dollars sees someone else like, you owe me three bucks, you better pay up right now. And, and Jesus uses that parable to say like, you've been forgiven much, now you forgive others much. And, and the idea is each one of us are the people who owe the zillion dollars, right? Mm -hmm. uh, our sin is infinite, it's non-payable. There's nothing we can do to get rid of it. We owe God our lives in the paperwork, like death, jail, you know, whatever you want to do. Sin has corrupted us all. And yet the parable goes on of Jesus comes along and he, he takes care of the zillion that costs him something. He lost a zillion dollars, <laughs> you know, like Jesus didn't just like, it's cool. What, what is a zillion dollars to me? You know, like, no, of course that cost Jesus something. When student loan people forgive you your payment, like, I know we all hate student loans, so we're like, yeah, you jerks, yeah, ripped you off, like that's what we're thinking. But we really should be thinking, wow, they just gave me thousands of dollars for free. And then said, don't worry about it. That's actually pretty remarkable, <laughs> you know, like that's what forgiveness is. It's the fact that something has happened where somebody owes you something and now that person says, you don't. And I'm not just talking about money, this can be spiritual application, right? If I go and punch Casey in the face, let's, I don't know, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. You Now you get to punch me in the face, right? Ah! Uh, and yet, despite the fact that I owe him the ability to punch me in the face, <laughs> instead Casey decides, no, I'm not gonna do that to you. So it reminds me of an episode of How I Met Your Mother with the slap bet. <laughs> where like, they wager slap bets, and what's like, oh, nope, not gonna do it now. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen that episode. It's a really. Thanksgiving Day episode. Oh. It's the Thanksgiving Day principle is that you deserve this slap. It's going to be the slap of slap. I've uh, literally yeah, been training yeah, yeah, yeah. my hand months for this, but I'm not gonna do it because it's Thanksgiving. So, forgiveness of the hand slap? Is that where we're going here? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly just the punch in the face reminded me of the hand slap, but part of the episode does kind of apply. Forgiveness would be to let that person sin, to let it go, to forgive them. They owe you something for the horrible things that they've done to you, but you're, you're removing that sin. As far as you can hold anything over them, you're not holding it over them anymore. But forgiveness does not mean now life goes back to how it was. This is the statement that I, I hate, forgive and forget. That's not biblical. <laughs> you need to get to the point where you live as though you have forgotten in the sense that you're not holding that against them anymore, but you don't get to the point where you just like, never happened. It did happen. Otherwise there wouldn't be anything to forgive, right? 
what good would a, <laughs> if the student loan people are like, forgive and forget, they're not gonna forget. Their bank account is missing seven <laughs> grand because of mm. what you did, but right. they have forgiven you. You no longer owe them anything. The contract has been broken. So you need to learn to like apply that to whatever your situation may be. You forgive the person who has done these horrible things to you, but you don't therefore like forget that it ever happened and now put yourself in, uh, unwise situations because you have no memory of it. You always have the memory, but at the same time, getting to the point where you treat them as though it didn't happen. That takes time. That takes a lot of time to get there. So I just used two huge examples. Yeah, you did. Can we bring it down a notch? Give me some more like simple things. <laughs> like where's somewhere where you just forgive someone on a simple everyday scenario. <laughs> I mean, you want a really, really simple one? Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> when a roommate steals some of your cheese. Oh. Mm, Are yes. we talking out of experience now? Maybe. Okay, all right. How'd that make you feel, Casey? It was your very roommate, sad. Your roommate stole your cheese. Because I the like last cheese. Of the cheese. Wait, was this shredded or carved or No, what? I mean, okay, this is gonna be really kind of bad or weird. But it was American cheese. I actually like American cheese. I'm one of the few, I know. But no, they didn't actually even just take cheese. They took the bag that holds the smaller amount of cheese so it's easier to get to, and they threw that part away. And I was sad. But I forgave them because I had another bag, so it was good. I you asked, wanted light I asked for simple. <laughs> I got simple. All I, right. I'm not even fully sure I understand the situation. Yeah. I'm very confused about the bag part. So the, the little square thing that the other little things go inside, is that what you're talking about? So normally I buy I buy bulk cheese. Okay. So I buy like 120 slices. Of course you buy bulk cheese. Listen, this is just the most Casey thing I've ever heard. I only buy my cheese in bulk. Listen, 120 slices for 10 bucks at Gordon's. No sponsorship. Anyway. <laughs> but because if you open that giant bag and you don't have it sealed to where there's airtight, some of the cheese will dry out. Mm -hmm. So you move some of your slices to a smaller bag that's easier to get to every day while still resealing the big bag. And they threw out the small bag, so I had to get another small bag because I'm frugal. He is frugal. I get it, I think. And that is how you buy in bulk and <laughs> do very well with cheese. So, in said cheese situation, said roommate owed said Casey said slice of cheese and said bag <laughs> and instead of Casey saying you know what you need to make restitution go to the store and buy me one slice of cheese in a bag that was like three and then maybe even go beyond that like you just need to buy me a whole new bag because that was that would be restitution in my mind Casey instead says I, I forgive you you can Keep the cheese in your stomach. <laughs> Listen, you said light, okay? <laughs> How about you? Do you have a light, <laughs> light idea to throw into the mix? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like we all have to practice forgiveness on a daily basis, but I don't like to keep track of what I forgive people, so I don't have a story to tell. <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but...
Yeah, forgiveness. So, in conclusion, ah, the power of cheese. <laughs> nope, that's not the conclusion. <laughs> uh, power of forgiveness <gasps> of cheese. But yeah, you so, know what I was referencing, right? Yes, I know. Okay. Okay. She won't because she's too young. I know. Anyways, uh, so forgiveness from a Jesus standpoint, it comes in all issues, big or small, cheese or is something not cheese. <laughs> and it's not like Jesus pays the ultimate example of it in some of his final words, right? It's like dying on a cross. Here's a bunch of people. There's that guy that just put a, 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 a nail right through his wrist. And that guy did the other wrist. And that guy just put his feet on a cross. And that guy was just making fun of him back there. And that guy shoved a bunch of thorns into his skull. And now they've all raised him up. And now there's a family over there sitting there making fun of him, laughing. They put up a sign mocking him. Uh, they've, they've like humiliated him in every conceivable way possible. And Jesus' final words are, well, not final words. Final words are, it is done, you know, at least before the resurrection. But Jesus' some of his final words in that moment is, what, Father, forgive them. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Not only does Jesus put his mind in there, like, he tries to see it from their angle. <laughs> Who would do that while they're dying on a cross? But he, he puts their, he tries to look at it from their angle. Oh, these people don't even know what they're doing. You know, like, what incredible amount of, of, empathy but then also forgives like father don't hold this one over them if jesus can forgive that moment then we have to forgive anything that comes our way be it cheese or something else and cheese may sound stupid but how many marriages have fallen apart over things like cheese <laughs> and what i mean by that is it becomes one little thing upon many other things right Ah, you didn't zip the bag all the way again. Why do you always do this? And then that kind of just sticks in your head long enough to become a hardened heart towards the spouse of you. You just never do this thing. You also never do this, 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 or this. And if that builds up over time, you give Satan a foothold. The Bible says, you know, uh, don't let the sun go down in your anger. Otherwise, you give the enemy a foothold. You keep treasuring up all this anger and you hand it over for Satan and he grabs onto you. Until finally, you're just so stuck in it. You're bitter, you're broken, you can't get out. Some people wear unforgiveness in their face. They've just lived there so long. You've seen it before? <laughs> like, I, maybe that sounds a little extravagant, but there's like wrinkles from the anger over time. As, anyways, yeah. <laughs> no, the question was, so gives the enemy a foothold. Mm. So in biblical times, what did a foothold mean? Give me your foot. <laughs> Let me hold it for you. Was it like a battle term? Was it I like guess I haven't term? done a Bible study on the word foothold. I was just... But my guess would be... <laughs> grabbing someone's foot and pulling them back, you know? Uh, you're giving them the advantage on you, more or less, at least. No, I was thinking it was like the high ground in Star Wars, where... You know, if you have the high ground, you have the advantage, you're the better, you know. I haven't done a word study, but I think you take it whatever way you want. Either way, Satan's like, he's got something to latch on to and mm -hmm. to keep pulling you down, at least. 
And if we allow that, it's because we, we haven't forgiven. And I'm not saying forgiveness is easy or quick. I had one lady come up to me at a healing session I was praying for, and she like told me all this stuff. And I was leading her towards a forgiveness prayer to try practicing it, but she just couldn't do it. Um, Jesus does want us to move as quickly as we can, but like it was clear that even if she'd prayed it that day, it wouldn't have been genuine. It was going to mm. take more time to, to get through. A lot of time, and even for her, to some extent, it was forgiving herself. Uh, and a lot of us need that too. Some of the greatest pay-up situations we have sometimes are with ourselves in the mirror. Hey, you. <laughs> you owe me something, you know. Pay up. And, and we don't forgive that a lot of times either. Which takes us back to cancel culture, but... That's a whole nother video, and you can go watch that one. Whether it's minuscule or extreme, forgive, 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 and then forgive some more. When do you stop forgiving? Never, because Jesus said not just seven times, but 70 times seven. That was not a math equation. That was an overstatement of just keep doing it as many times as you have to. Doesn't mean put yourself in stupid situations but it does mean that no matter how many times someone sins against you, Jesus requires you to forgive. Why? Because you owe him a zillion bucks in the first place. And if he's gonna let that go, you can let go of the three to one trillion that you have, <laughs> you know? It's never gonna own up to what we've been forgiven in the first place. So with that, forgiveness. It's more than saying sorry. It's more no, than no. saying